Hello everyone, this is Eric from the Editing Bay. What you're about to listen to is part of a crossover event that was recorded sometime around March 2021 to coincide with March Masksness 2021. These episodes will feature other selves of characters that are from other Masks actual plays, so you may hear some familiar voices. With that out of the way, welcome to Otherware. Everybody gets wrapped in this giant wave and sucked out. And for a few seconds, you're tumbling in salt water and it's really awful and it's terrifying because it's like getting pulled under by a wave and then thrown around a few times. And then almost as quickly as it happens, you feel yourself land on a hard surface and the water drains away really quickly. And when you're able to look around again, you're in what looks like a corridor like a um a wide corridor that arches around uh you know the the thor ragnarok uh the place where the the slaves were it looks like that did that mean anything to anyone i have never seen (laughs) it's a giant circle sphere corridor around the outside of stuff uh what if you were uh if you if you've ever seen a bundt cake uh if you flip that upside down and trap someone in it it is a bundt pan yes (laughs) Uh, but the, the, the floor you're on is grating and all the water has poured through it. Uh, as you look around, um, and try to catch your breath, you see, uh, dead zone, hall, trident, and disappears through something in the wall. But after the fact, you can't really tell what he went through. And then hot on his heels, an enemy goes through a different way. And then you are left alone in this metal submarine of a two-bunt pan thing. I should have asked this before, but I don't remember if I was holding burn before this. You were. You had three. I had three. Okay. You had your full burn. You, had, you rolled then really I, well for that one. Okay, then I used one, so I'm holding two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and there's a new person that you haven't seen before. Um, can you describe yourself i can't remember what color scheme i decided on i think it was blues and greens i do not remember i think i think so you weren't underwater for very long but it was long enough to be completely disorienting and you're not sure if you were pulled a mile 10 feet if you pulled up the water if you're underwater it's very hard to tell except that you're soaking wet and there's some seaweed and stuff that has washed in. There is one giant, uh, like, uh, hatch shaped door set in the wall with a big, uh, wheel on it. Uh, that is the thing that you came through and has slammed closed behind you. I would like to assess the situation. That is an excellent idea. So, I am going to move over to the wall because obviously we just went through water. So I'm trying to work out amongst, amongst other things, like, are we underwater? Is this a 
sealed thing. So I'm kind of like knocking on the walls around the door to kind of see is, is there re, not, uh, are there vibrations? Does it make sense that it's, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of banging, uh, knocking lightly on the wall to see if it's, you know, does it feel like there's water on the other side? Does it feel like there's air on the other side? Is it hollow? Is it, um, and being a water themed person, this is something you probably have a little bit of knowledge in how to do. So yeah. Also being, uh, a bit of a Batman type, uh, <laughs> yeah. with detective things. Um, I roll a 10. Um, actually, yeah. What here can I use to work out where we are relative to the shore? Yeah. Um, actually, can you give me both your questions and I'll, I'll work that in here. Absolutely. Uh, also, um, what here is in the greatest danger? Got it. So as you're sort of knocking around on the walls, it's pretty easy to figure out that the outside wall is up against water and the inside wall, as far as you, it, it echoes in a different way. Like there's just air on the other side of it. So it's a little bit harder to tell on that side. Um, what you are able to see is that there's um the way the door closes, the way the wheel closes it, um, based on your just your previous experience, this is the kind of high pressure door that you would need fairly deep underwater uh to to hold water out fairly deep. So there's a pretty good chance just looking at where you are and how it looks that you're somewhere under the Pacific Ocean somewhere. Um probably not too far because you don't know how far you were dragged, but it couldn't have been more than a little ways. Uh but deep underwater. In terms of being in danger, as also as you're doing this uh sort of tour of the place, you notice that at uh right at the the, the roof level where the the top of the wall beats the ceiling, there are little slits and water is very slowly leaking through them. Um, it's fast enough that you can see it happening. And you can also notice that the water under that mesh floor is slowly rising. So all of you are in the greatest danger of drowning. If you don't figure out how to get out of this place. It looks like we're all washed up. Hey. <laughs> um, we're really in the deep end now. Gosh. Phoebe is just, like, wringing the water out of her, like, floofy, lacy skirt and going, oh, this is this is going to take forever to dry. Oh, my God. You're going to look like a little drowned kitten. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's possibly the lowest priority if we don't get out of here. I feel it's worth pointing out I did actually, I, I think I very quickly changed into my superhero get-up before we got dragged under and that's yeah. definitely feeling like so should i describe that now yeah go for it I, well, cool. actually what are you all looking like right now i haven't we haven't seen you yet that makes sense so i have switched into my i switched into my superhero garb when i was still on the shore and appropriately because he is a water themed uh superhero um riptide also and also because he's an englishman in california Um, a triathlete suit, which means that it's kind of very light lycra, long legs, but sleeveless. And then he's wearing some, uh, gloves and over the gloves are what look like somewhere between a knuckle duster and the, uh, handguard of a cutlass. Um, 
and then he's also wearing the kind of classic domino mask and he he's uh he's using lots of he uses lots of uh blue as the main and then highlights with uh he's it's highlighted with orange oh nice yeah well again he's so very, we kind of match he, we do but yeah <laughs> do he's, like he's, he's, he's english in california He's so hot all the time. Ah, that's what that, I didn't know what that meant, but I was like, it sounds like it means something. <laughs> oh no, it's just like like your your winters are like like what is what we were having like uh, what winter? It was ninety two the other day here. Yeah, that is like I think. It was anyway, game. Um, the rest of you, what are you looking like? Uh, I I'm wearing uh, it, it's like a uh, short sleeve and short legged wetsuit style thing i i look kind of like a boogie boarder um and a a full face mask um in as said green and blue uh modeled designs 92 fa- 92 fahrenheit is 33 degrees celsius if that, happens, <laughs> if that happens if that happens in the uk we start worrying for the elderly we regularly get into the triple digits. Yeah, that, that was actually a kind of a cooler. Di- wow, I think last year our record was one eighteen. We, we currently have eighteen degree, uh, eighteen mile per hour winds. It's it's a bit fun here. So if our internet goes out, that's why because we have above ground infrastructure for our cables. Okay, focus, focus. All right, what does Ray look like? Um, Razor is still wearing his like graphic button up shirt that has flames on it. Very like cool kid in the nineties, you know, this baggy cargo shorts, um, sopping wet and curled up in the fetal position. Cause Ray Aww. can't swim. So Aww, he is, baby. he is losing his mind right now. Uh, he's just curled up in the fetal position, like staring off into the middle distance, not having a good day. <laughs> And what does Artie look like? Artie's not there. Nope. Uh, no, Artie was Artie was on the pier, play playing playing a violin. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he's not really part of my power set. My power set is gadgets and illusions and hacking. So, it, like, he's just he's 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 like the fan service for the fans of Outstanding. <laughs> so he made he made the appearance. No, 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 it's fine. I, I, I think it makes sense that he wouldn't be there because that, that will also play into the fact that Ray is spazzing out because the only person that he feels he can trust is not, is nowhere to be found and unable to be reached. Okay. What about Mystic? What are you looking like? Yeah. So, um, Mystic is wearing the classic Mystic suit, of course. Um, but, Instead of green highlights in her hair, they're purple right now. Um, and uh, she's wearing her visor, too, but that was splattered with water. And she's trying to wipe it off without taking it off. Um, uh, and, you know, like wet ponytails. She's uh, squeezing her pigtails out. And then I think she realizes that Ray is over in the corner and uh, goes over to him. Um, but we'll do that after uh, Vivi goes. All right. And what about Vivi? What does she look like? Uh, VV Viridian Vigilance is wearing a very, um, fancy and, and floofy white, white dress with a, with a petticoat, which I think would still, would still 
be retain some shape when it's wet, but you know, still be just dripping water uh, everywhere like an umbrella. Um, and black gloves and a a green ribbon across her her waist, and uh, you know, tied you know, tied in a in a bow in her hair and a green bow uh, around her neck. So she's 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 wet but managing. So yeah, a couple of you are kind of prepared for this. A couple of you are looking kind of bedraggled, and then there's Ray <laughs> who is sad. So look, I I don't know how they do things in Canada or wherever, <laughs> but I don't usually go swimming in this outfit. We can we can save our lives and not. I I don't I haven't done this for very long. I thought it was Australian. You are aware that there's this new person that you haven't met, kind of with you in your superheroing. So, also obviously a superhero, but <laughs> I don't know. It's California. He could just be True. from the coast. He just be a actual like boogie boarder that got swept up <laughs> with us. Santa Cruzian. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I have noticed that uh, Ray is looking pretty bad. Uh, so I'm gonna go over to him. Uh, I'm gonna lean down to him, but also at the same time, I'm I'm taking off my boots and emptying the water out of them. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be like, uh, Razor, are you okay? Can I help? I um I I I can't swim, and there was so much water. Uh, where's Artie? Artie? Where's Artie? You sent him off to the pier, right? He's 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 probably okay. But he's not here. Who's who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna help me? Who's gonna? I'll help you. That sounds like an attempted comfort and support here. I don't know how y'all are doing condition-wise, but... Yeah, I can try that. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at that. Um, yes, so I got a four. <laughs> well, it was a <laughs> Yeah. Um... I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here. Guys, uh, this is, this is bad. This is really bad. I, uh, we, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, I don't think any of us should be here, and we should probably start trying to find a way uh-huh. to not be here. No, but, like, I'm not, I'm not really a hero. Uh, this is, uh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is really wrong. Um, um can, can I try to comfort and support? Go for it. How? What are, you, um, what are you talking to him about? What are you saying? So I have a protege move. Um, heroic tradition. When you give someone the advice you think your mentor would give, you can roll plus the label your mentor embodies to comfort or support. Uh, which, in this case, is superior. So I'm going to say, okay, the, everyone calm down. We're, well... We're, we're either, we're all heroes, or we're, you know, in a group of heroes here, and 
I'm sure that we have we have lots of resources between us. We just need to evaluate what we need to do, what what powers we we have at our disposal and and other resources and figure out what our next step is going to be and we're going to figure this out. Okay, nobody's nobody's going to get stuck here where we've got plenty of people that are very capable and got an 11. Nice. Yeah, you can either add team to the pool or clear a condition yourself. And if uh, they can either mark potential clear condition or shift labels if they open up to. So that's all in Razor here. Uh, I think Razor starts to calm down a little bit and is like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're 100% right. We're, you're clearly very smart. Uh, I'm, I'm smart. Uh, I'm not sure about the rest of you. The re- I'm not sure about the rest of you, but, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we can figure out a way out of this. I, uh, I should really learn to just grow up and be without my, uh, security blankets. And uh, Ray is going to reach into his, one of his, like, cargo pants pockets and pulls out, like, a giant gallon bag with, like, different LED-covered gadgets and stuff and opens them up. And I'm sure there's a moment where, like, everyone is staring at him like, what the hell is going on? Why did you have a giant Ziploc bag in your pants? Um, and Ray just turns to everyone and says, what? I watch a lot of Bear Grylls. I came prepared, okay? <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to... The effect I'm taking is adding a team to the pool, because that's pretty much what I'm doing here. Would you, would you count that as opening up? Yes, absolutely. Okay, then I am going to shift my labels. Uh, I'm going to shift my mundane up and my freak down. Cool. As you finish uh, displaying your plastic bag of gadgets, uh, there's a crackling like the speakers coming on and over the, this, these hidden speakers that you can't really see, uh, the shark person's voice that you recognize from the beach comes over it. You, you children will never penetrate the center of Dr. Atlantis's sanctum. Uh, um, you will drown. And then he clicks back off. They said penetrate. <laughs> uh, Vivi, like, covers her mouth to not show that she smelled at that. Uh, okay, look, yeah, so we have, uh, we have gadgets, we have, um, energy constructs, and she gestures to herself and to Mystic, um, we have uh, water-themed powers, g- gadgets. Good, good. Um, I I don't know what you do, but um, I'm sure it will be useful. 
in that little lull while you guys are sussing out your powers, the the mic crackles on again and sounding much more assured this time, uh, Dead Zone, you will drown as the water fills your lungs and rises. And then he clocks off again. Just do it right this time. And as he does say that, the, the water that's coming in those top little slits does start to come in a little faster. So it's a little more noticeable that it's pouring in now. Do you think he has that on a script, like in a call center? Can I assess the situation yeah. as well? Because mm-hmm. that's, I, again, I feel like that's what I'm doing is sort of absolutely assessing our, our resources. Y'all haven't really looked around very much, so. Can I ask, when I was knocking on the walls mm-hmm. um, with the one that was a little bit more hollow, uh-huh. um, is there is it is there just the presumably the only exit we can see is the valve type door with the with the wheel the only the, obvious exit but there are some stuff on this wall here let me see how Vivi does and we'll go from there because there's stuff it's just not doors that is a ten uh, how could we best end this quickly? And, um, who here is most vulnerable to me? Got it. So as you're sort of looking around, you can actually walk all the way around this. It does take a good amount of time, but this is not actually that big a facility. Um, it's, it's maybe like five minutes to walk around the whole thing. Uh, what you do see is on that inner wall, there aren't doors, so to speak, but there are some weird looking things. So in one section, there's this circle of eight little dots just kind of sitting there on the wall, like a, a metal plate with like, a um, like elevator buttons, eight little elevator buttons all set in. And then if you go a little further, there's something that looks like a foam block sticking out of the wall, like a tongue depressor almost. Um, A little further down, there's something that literally just looks like two electrical plugs sticking out of the wall uh, next to one another. And there's also this... Have you guys seen the picture of the babies getting x-rayed? They slide down into the little baby x-ray machine? No. No. Okay. So it's like a tube, uh, a clear plastic tube that you can slide a person into. This is like that, except it's a clear plastic tube with some little sensors around the outside. And they're all at different points. They don't look like they open doors, but they probably do something. do is the door with the, the thing with the eight little dots because it's pretty clear you need to poke those or do something around, around depressing them um, and that's probably your best bet for trying to get through for you specifically you know I, I, I point all these out and I say I think this is some kind of keypad or lock or something so when when Vivi points this out, I'm going to just point out and say, Razor, you're pretty tech savvy, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you think you could have a look at these? Sure. Yeah, if they're connected to some kind of electronics, I could probably manipulate them in some way. That is very very true. What uh, what one are you going to go for here? I guess I'll go over to the to the eight to the eight 
that's so yeah um this is pretty straightforward in terms of what it's doing so tell me how you're approaching figuring out what this thing does uh i just kind of walk over to it and i have a i reach into my little bag and pull out what looks like a tiny little spider uh a tiny little robotic spider and it's going to kind of walk across the wall and just kind of scan the area and uh, I'm going to tap my sunglasses and a little heads up display is going to pop up. And I'm just kind of like getting a schematic of what is going on behind this wall, figuring out where the various electrical contact areas are and stuff. And, uh, you know, figuring it, figuring out if it's connected to a network, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, this little bot thing gives you some really good information. Um Pretty much like you'd expect, each of those little button things is a wire connected to a center uh, wire thingy that will open a door. Um, the biggest point of information is they all need to be pushed in at the same time. Okay, so we're going to have to figure out how to push all of these buttons at the exact same time. Well, we do have several people here able to push buttons. If we... If we all, or or if like uh, there's only eight buttons, right? So if so, if four people stand in a certain spot, can they can they reach two buttons at the same time, or like a, a design to hold anybody back? It just requires a certain number of things to make it happen. You all would be okay. squished together, but you can stick your little fingers and poke it. Vivi raises his hand and says, "Oh, I I I think I can." I can I can do multiple things one second and um just like makes eight little daggers floating in the air uh in front of the buttons. Yeah, um that's not even something to roll for. That's just uh are you gonna just kinda make them push the thing? Yeah. Once everything depresses at once, it clicks in, and then the, that part, uh, the wall separates. So the circle goes on one way, and the other wall goes the other way, and it lets you into the next ring. Um, it, it, it's these, these aren't really designed to keep people out so much as not be super easy to get in. Um, but yeah. Uh, are you guys going to go through to the second ring or look around anymore? What are you doing? Can I... Yeah, can I go through and kind of start doing recon, I guess? <laughs> yeah, um, I'll just, I can just give you, unless anybody's going to hold back, I'll just give you what this thing looks like. No, I don't think, uh, I, don't, I think cool, everyone's... just moving on? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so this is slightly smaller, but it's obviously another concentric ring inside. This one, uh, the lights are a lot dimmer, but there are tanks with lights on, like fish tank type things, uh, with open tops. Um, probably some kind of growth tank or something, and as you look around, they all have different creatures in them. Uh, the one closest to you has these little little clams, but coming out of the clam shell part is an arm that's pulling the clam across the floor uh the tank floor and there's a bunch of them like all sort of punching each other and re- crawling around there's a couple other things that i will wait to describe till you need them but the <laughs> one other the tank that's need next to you is they're they're probably crabs they have the red crab bodies or the crab bodies but their crab legs are human legs and their front little <laughs> pincher claws are human arms Mm, awful. And they're, they're about the size of like two fists together, like a pancake, and they're also crawling around the tanks being very aggressive with one another. 
And uh, this one does have some obvious doors on the other side. There's just these weird tanks of stuff, but there is a door further in. Are the tanks open? Yep. And uh, so, so these things, so potentially things that are in the tanks could get out of the tanks. Yes. Uh, they probably it would be a little difficult, but they're not. It's like, you know, like an aquarium store where you have all those tanks that have the open tops. It's like that. There is one closed tank, but... So I'm ready over this room. Shall we press on? Yeah, where's the door? (laughs) You just have to walk around a little bit through a couple more tanks, and then you can get through the door. It's just open? Uh, It's closed. You have to open it, but... Okay, what does it look like? I mean, it's it's a... facility door like you, you push a little button and it'll open the okay i will open the door <laughs> the only thing is weird about it as as you're getting there you do have to walk by one last tank that has it's very very large um and inside are for lack of a better term two reverse mermaids with fish heads and human torsos and feet um that are they don't have arms they have little flippers at the top but they're trying to bap the flippers on the wall like trying to get your attention They definitely respond with a wave back. Um, they don't seem to be able to communicate so much as wanting to get your attention, but they keep running into the glass. Bonk, bonk. Um, I think uh, I'm going to hold up above light um, to try to see if there's like a top or something or like some way to open their tank. Right. Because I imagine this is the covered one. Yeah, this is the one that's covered. Uh, the What the, the lid looks like is a, a, a big circular thing with a bunch of tubes coming out the top that have exciting liquids in them uh, that are dripping different colored liquids down into this this tank. You probably could pry it off, but it would discontinue whatever is dripping into this tank. Hmm. I mean, I think we should let them out. I'm turning to look at everyone else. Like, I think that they're probably more like an enemy and um, trident than everyone else in here. Do we know that they'll survive outside of that tank? Yeah. Are they going to be able to breathe air? I don't know, but are they prisoners in this tank? It does look like it. I mean, we're in the ocean, so they could go to the water if they can't breathe air. True, but should we find out, try and find out more, and then, because right now we can't get back out to the ocean, so doesn't it, it would it not make sense to try and rescue them on the way out rather than right now? We could just open the top of the tank and they can get, get in or out if they want. That's the point. Yeah, I, I don't like leaving them here. We we should decide quickly and move on either way. Is there an obvious way to open the tank? You could pry the lid off. Um it would probably just take a little bit of muscle. It's not like these are it's not designed to hold them in so much as to get the stuff that's coming into the tank into the tank. So it would just be a matter of like sort of pushing it with a couple people. Okay. Um, yeah, we can try and get the lid off and see what happens. Cool. Who of you are going to reach up to push on this lid? 
follow up. Cool. Yep, son. Okay. So as uh, once your hands like hit the lid and start pushing it up, when you see that little gap, the uh, loudspeaker system clicks on again, and this is a completely different voice, much more composed than uh, than Dead Zone is. She's, however, very irritated. Take your hands off my beautiful children. No. Dr. Atlantis, I presume? Of course. Who else would be in my facility? Now leave them alone. They're perfectly happy. I mean, someone else was speaking earlier. They're ramming into the glass. Well, they're stressed. They don't usually get visitors. And you don't look very nice. Rude. You broke into my secret base. No, we were kidnapped to your secret uh, base. Well, I don't want to argue. This is my secret base. Now you all can leave. We can't. Would you like to leave? Not until we've found Trident. I Trident? Big fish man. Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. No, that's Hypoxia. He's going to stay here. He's the best of all my children. Didn't seem like he wanted to come back. Would you like to talk to him? Yes. Can we guarantee that he's not been he's not been mentally tampered with? I don't see what concern of mine that is, if you believe it or not. Not helping your case? I am a scientist. We're gonna just keep doing what we're doing. Could we talk try could we talk to Hypoxia? Oh, of course. Just one second. Let me let me go get him. There's a little step. And you can hear a conversation that's back away from the um the microphone with Dr. Atlantis saying, Okay, just I know this is this is trouble. I know this is trying for you. I know it's very uncomfortable to, to confront this stuff, but you just have to do it. And Trident being like well, Hypoxia being like, No, I don't want to do this. But eventually coming to the microphone. Um, when he speaks, he's this, it's the same voice. You know it's the same voice, but it has a completely different quality than you heard on the ground, uh, back on the pier. I don't need your help. Why are you here? Who are you? Oh. We're the kids that were just helping you, assisting you on the pier? If I remember, you were mostly getting in my way. Why don't you go back to the the pier? I, I imagine they have candy and rides for children. I have important work to do here. You didn't want to run into the ocean and then suddenly you did. It's my home. Then why didn't you return when you could have at, at any time you... I don't have to explain myself to you. I don't want to talk anymore. He steps back and the mic clicks off. I'm trying to decide whether I want to pierce, but I'm also really bad at it. Uh I, I you know mean, what? At this point, let's do the team uh, build up here, just so we have team points ready. Yes, because um, I don't, I don't want to forget to do that. So uh, you're going into foe, a battle against a dangerous foe. Where are you? Team things. There you are. All right. Who's the leader of this team? I'd say probably 
I would say probably Vivi. Like, Vivi's kind of taken the lead in terms of comforting Razor and is the one who's got, like, the most demonstrable power set. Got it. Everybody agree with that? Does she have influence over everyone? Uh, She would get influence over Ray after the comfort and support. Okay. And I think she doesn't, though, for everybody. Yeah, I, I forget to track that, but... What about your purpose going in? Does everyone have the same purpose here? Find what is... Try to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got everybody? Cool. Yeah, I but I also want to help any other, like, uh, sapient people Got in it. this. That seems like a yes and. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does anybody mistrust the leader or the team? No. Nope. And I don't uh-huh. think you're really... I mean, you're not prepared, but you're not ill-prepared. So you're going to have four team going into this, including the one you got before. So okay. good. Perfect. All right. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, you're, you're able to pry that lid off and slides back. The fish people don't, or the reverse mermaids kind of seem interested, but they're, they don't seem particularly sapient, though they are definitely exploring what's going on. They can see and re- interact, but don't really seem to be reacting as if they're completely uh, co- cogent. Okay. At seeing that, I think I say, okay, well, I guess we can keep moving now. I just wanted to make sure. So immediately through the next door, it's again just a slightly smaller ring. This one's also fairly low light. There are also giant tanks. But the more noticeable thing is the giant shark man standing with his hands planted on his fists and his feet widespread staring at you. Go home. We don't want you here. You know, we're getting really mixed messages from because you were the one who dragged us here. You were dragged here by accident. It's not my fault the equipment's too powerful. But anyway, go home. We don't we don't we don't want you. We don't need you. You're gonna do nothing good here. I can get you on a submarine and get you out of here. Go. We'll go as soon as we finish making sure that Trident is okay. Yeah, no, he sucks, and he's going to stay here because he's good at being, he's, he belongs here. You know, it, it kind of sounds like you don't actually want him here. I do. I, I do. He's very good at what he does. The Dr. Atlantis likes him. Look, if you just let us through, we won't tell anyone. I just said, yeah, but you don't like him, do you? Well, he's kind of a dick. But he's good at what he does, and Dr. Atlantis likes him, and Dr. Atlantis is in charge. And she's great. She's so smart. What does he do? Wh- which he? Uh, no, so this is, this is asking... Okay. Uh, this character? is asking... Yes, this was, that was, a, that was an in-character in question to... Um, I've completely spaced on his <laughs> name already. Thing. I, yeah, that, that, so I say to Dead Zone, what does he do? Everything. That's not a helpful answer. So he's good at everything? Everything. Goes out and gets all the DNA and does the harvesting and he comes back and he does push-ups and he's really strong. He does everything. 
Do you know why he left? No. I wouldn't tell you if I did. Can I try to pierce the mask? Do it. That's fine. Totally okay. Uh, so that is a nine. How could I get your character to let us through? So while you're you've been having this conversation, it's become really, really obvious that this guy does not like trident slash hypoxia and has a lot of inferiority feelings going so if you were to say make trident no longer a problem he'd be really okay with it but he's going to put on a front of being that being a problem so you're going to have to like figure out a way to let him look like he's trying to stop you um well he won't so he won't lose face but he can let you through uh, just as you guys are sort of looking at him he's He's really got the posturing down. He's got, like, his fists up now. Um, but and he obviously looks strong and, like, he wants to punch y'all. But he also, there's this, like, I, I just want to be good at what I do expression in his little eyes. So, Or I could just fight him and get him out of the way. That's true. Uh, v- Vivi has her, her green energy sword, like, you know, point at him in a, a sort of, you know, keep your distance gesture and says, um, well, it would be a shame if we were to get him out of here and then you would have to pick up the slack, it seems like. That would suck. Totally. You were having to do a lot of work when he was gone before, and... I was good at it. Uh, well, clearly you were able to get him back here, even though he uh, abandoned the important work that you're doing. That there's, there's like, you can see the gears turning in his head and he kind of, okay. He looks at both leans his head in, which this is a giant hammerhead shark head. So it's this really menacing lean in, but he hides his face so that he's a little less visible from wherever cameras are and sort of mutters at you. Just get him out of here and, and, and everything will be fine and we'll let you out. Okay. We don't need him here. You know, Vivi nods at, nods at him and, and nods at the rest of the group. And can I need to hit one of you so it looks like I'm doing my job here? Vivi looks at the rest of the group. <laughs> that one's little. I'll hit him. <laughs> Pointing at Razor. Uh, no. Is that going to be a convincing show? I mean, he's little. He'll fly far. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to punch Ted Zone. <laughs> Go ahead and roll directly engage. <laughs> that's that's a shortcut way to, to do this, certainly. That is a twelve. Nice. Uh I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies. Oh I have two? Yep. Uh I am also going to resist or avoid his blows. Are you using any powers in this? You're just hitting him with your normal hitting. Yeah, I'm going to, um, uh, my arms, like, uh, grow into a, a more muscular 
uh, a sort of gorilla-esque um, form. Uh, and then I run up and I hit him. You manage because of like what your character does. Actually, I'm going to say you hit him in the nose okay. because he's actually really sensitive there. And you are able to whack him between where like where his nose would be if he had a human nose. And it's clearly a sensitive spot because he sort of shrinks and throws his hands up and seems to be in a disproportionate amount of pain for where you hit him. And he's definitely out of the way and out of... This looks like you hit him in the balls, basically, but in the face. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what his reproductive parts are like, but his nose is sensitive. Ow, my face balls. Uh, I think Vivi says um, that, like... Okay, well, you tried your best. Bye. And runs past... He's trying to growl and stand up, but it's not happening. He's he's definitely. I think Misty was trying to usher Razor out of this room, <laughs> like, <laughs> so he doesn't get hit. Yeah, I'm going to wait for everyone else to go and then strike a pose and follow up after them. <laughs> yes. So the last ring you come into, this is the first one that's just been brightly lit. It's got really nice daylight lights on and there are the familiar tanks in it, very large tanks, but there are also um, like grass and little little miniature trees growing and uh, it's, it's like there's this little park inside the center of this and above you, you can see there's a, a railing walkway around it, like one level up and then the top part is a glass dome, so it's you can see all the fish it's very, very pretty and then standing in the middle of the uh, the grass is trident, but he he looks different. The way he's holding himself is different. What he's wearing is different. And he actually has uh, like a jagged harpoon type sword thing that he's menacing an enemy with. Uh, just sort of standing there like holding her hostage, staring at you. Oh, an enemy, the character, not yes. an enemy. No. <laughs> okay. No, I think, I think I made that joke last time. Good. Good. The one thing I, I forgot to describe, so uh, Triton normally was like board shorts, that you can see his fish scales and awesomeness. Uh, now he's wearing like a full-on uh, wetsuit, long sleeve, long feet uh, wetsuit, and he has, it looks like a rebreather mask, like a, um, uh, like, brain, having trouble. Um, like a, a scuba diving mask that goes to the tank and that he's got it over his face and connected to uh, a tank on his back. Hmm. This feels like, I don't, I don't know if any of us know him, know Trident this well, but it, seeing him without shorts feels a little like when, um, when Bo shows up with his midriff covered in, in Shiro. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. what, exactly. yeah. what happened to you? Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, everyone in Rancho Paseo would know that about Trident, I think. Yeah, what everybody knows about Trident is that he's very casual, very laid back. He's holding himself super seriously, and he's wearing the underwater equivalent of a suit. So, Okay, and he's wearing a rebreather attached to a tank. Yes, uh, but he can speak through it, so it's more like a, like a gas mask face thing. Have a bane sort of thing. Going yeah, on. it's not in his teeth. So, anyone suspecting that the fishman who can breathe underwater and in the air probably doesn't need that tank for medical reasons? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. 
Okay, um, we're on like a balcony. No, you're on the bottom floor. On the bottom floor, he's up there. No, he so center uh, park thing. He's in the center. You're on the door coming in from the outside. Got it on the same level. Yes. And there is a balcony that no one is on that we can that see you can right see. now. There's nobody on there. Yes. Okay. Um, having having come in uh, into the room last, I want to kind of like try to sneak around the side of the room. Yeah. Skip having a rule for that because that's just kind of cool. So where are you trying to put yourself? Uh, I'm going to try and get like roughly behind him. Okay, so that will work if your other teammates can be enough of a distraction to have them not notice you. So you're gonna have to sort of communicate with your teammates that they need to keep his attention. So how do you do that, Mick? I'm thinking. Um... Uh, while you're kind of making your mental plans, uh, Trident sort of looks at all of you. I don't need rescuing. For the first time in years, I remember who I am. And she didn't help. He sort of pushes her. If you if you want her, have her. He shoves Anemone toward you guys. Oh. Okay, well, now that Anemone isn't there, uh, can I try to pull off the mask with Snatch? Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot you had <laughs> So that happens, because I already have my burn. That's right, v-, v was going to just, like, catch Anemone and just, like, try to pull her away from whatever situation is developing. I, I would say that that's probably a pretty good distraction. Good distraction. So you uh-huh. get in place. Uh, the mask flies off. I think I'm just pulling it up like trying to pull it without like hurting him too much like at an angle that wouldn't be painful uh, yeah you can pull it off of him and snap the connector the, the thing i'm wondering about is if you're actually going to break it off the gas tubes that are connected to it or just kind of pull it off his face i think i it's like a backpack right yeah i think that's too complicated for me to try to just like pull right. off of him so i think i'm just pulling the face mask off but not breaking it you pull it so like he's wearing his mask badly. He pulls in his hanging around his neck and he sort of blinks and looks like, why did you do that? I, I don't know. I, I just thought that maybe, uh, you didn't need it. Uh, also like for flavor, it like glowed when I was like manipulating it. Just, you know, <laughs> he, um, um, he sort of blinks a couple times and is like, that, that was pretty cool. Pretty chill. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I dig it, but then he puts it back on. I really do need this. Well, well why Why haven't you ever needed it before? Like, when you were out, you know, in the city and stuff. Well, you don't need to wear shoes, but you're a lot happier when you do. Do you like wearing shoes? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't strike me as somebody who would wear shoes <laughs> no but i was using an example for people that live on land that aren't as advanced and sophisticated a being as i am i obviously don't need shoes and he lifts up his foot and he's got like webbed toes well what what is um what does the mask do for you uh he, he sort of starts looking around and uh as if to answer that, um, a figure steps out so you can see her on the balcony. It is a performance enhancer that helps him do better, be a better person. And uh, 
she sort of looks, Dr. Atlantis looks down at you all. You wouldn't understand. Too limited. She's very classic mad scientist in that she has the lab coat on. Uh, her hair, though, is bright neon green and looks like it's seaweed underwater. It sort of drifts around her head like she's suspended in water all time. So while this has been happening, I would like to have connected my... Um... Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I would like to have connected my... Uh, the knuckle dusters on my hands um, to some metal strips running around my belt, which basically gives me a pair of cutlasses. Nice. Um, and I would like to run up and start um, largely engaging, but I'd like to do it in such a way that I'm kind of taking out the taking out the straps that are holding it holding it to his head and his chest yeah am i in position now yes so uh, i want to get this all set up and then i want to run it so. well i want to help Vic. perfect so i want to just sort of set this stage and then we can see what it all looks like so Vic is or, uh, riptide is going to be fighting sword fighty awesomeness with trident and uh chris is going to be helping him what about mm -hmm. the rest of you guys what are you doing uh, if Evie is kind of making sure that Anemone is okay, asking her if she knows what's going on, just sort of hostages, hostage is, is safe for now. See what's up with that. And then what about Mystic and Razor? What are you guys doing so then we can watch this play out? Or just where are you going to put yourself? You don't have to have an action or anything. I just want to know where you are in the scheme of this thing. Razor, do you have ideas first? <laughs> uh, no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see how it plays out, and then I and then I can figure out. So, yeah, then I would say I'm hanging out with PV. Uh, okay. right Got same. So then, uh, Riptide, if you will roll directly engage, and then depending on what that is, we can see how Chris can help. So I would actually like to roll fight the good fight because I'm not directly trying to. Um, harm trident i am very much trying to just kind of threaten him and fake him out in such a way that i can break the belts and the straps on this thing um so when i pull my punches whilst directly engaging a threat i can roll plus savior instead of plus danger and if i do i can't choose to impress surprise or frighten uh, so my savior being three that is a much better idea uh, so that gets me a nine. Um, and actually, if Chris is, uh, actually, if Chris is take is Chris is helping, does that contribute the? That's what I was going to say, if you want to, uh, if you want to add and team to this, yeah, totally. Okay, so show me this scene. Uh, what does this fight look like? I'm gonna run forward and start to very heavily telegraph attacks with one hand whilst the other one is kind of sneaking in and slashing at straps 
So the ones where, because Trident only has the one sword, he's going to be engaging in the more obvious obvious attacks and not able to as effectively spot the uh, smaller attacks to the straps because they're not because i'm going to be avoiding you know actual proper threatening areas so it's more just like you know beside you know it's if i attack from the front i'll slip the slip the other sword into a like the the a, a bit of strap that's not directly on his body for example um and then i'll I'll periodically just change change which is the telegraphed and which is the subtle. Yeah, I restrain him. Oh, got it. So you're going to just, like, really try to grab him? Uh, yeah, my arms uh, transform again into, like, giant praying mantis claws, and I just grab onto him from behind and hold him. I'm going to make you roll directly engaged too, Chris, actually. I know this is normally a helping thing. Uh, you're still going to be able to help, but I want to know how well it goes for you. And then, uh, Riptide, what are your what are your choices off the list? So I know how to integrate that. So I would like to take something from him. Uh, namely, I would like to take the ability for him to easily have this tank pumping Perfect. gas into his face. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would also like to resist or avoid his blows. Got it. What about you? Uh, that is a seven. Okay, so you get to pick one off that list. You're still going to help no matter what, but... Uh... Can... I... Impress, surprise, or frighten Dr. Atlantis? Yes. Okay. So the way I'm seeing this play out is there's this very acrobatic, like, three musketeers fight happening with the swords, and... Uh, Trident's got like a sawtooth spear thing, and it's very wonderful. And then Chris grabs the arms and is enough to hold uh, Hypoxia back long enough that this tank just, the straps just all slit and it falls onto the ground. Um, and yeah, I, Dr. Glass has definitely seen all of this. Um, and that, that was some pretty impressive powers, actually, for what she does. So. When the tank falls off, Trident sort of stops, or uh, Hypoxia sort of stops for a second and looks around. What are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Nice sword. What are we doing? Uh, am I supposed to be, are we fighting? I can fight, I can stab you if you want. No, we're good. You have a sword that you're pointing at me. I don't think we're good. I mean, you have a sword you're pointing... You have a spear you're pointing at me. This is my home. I'm defending my home. He sort of looks up. Right, right, Dr. A? We're, we're defending the home? She's like, yeah. I have reason to believe you were kidnapped. And that if we just take a minute, let the gas that you were breathing get out of your system, you may not necessarily feel that this is your home. Okay, should I be breathing some other gas? I mean, just the air around you is probably fine. Um, at that, Dr. Atlantis is gonna... You know I wasn't controlling his brain, right? Did you, did you think I was controlling his brain? That's adorable. A little bit. 
little adorable. No, it's a lot adorable. You guys are really cute. No, I, I, I thought I, I a little bit thought you were controlling his brain. I, I don't really need mind control for my children. They just like and respect me. Like all children do good parents. Yeah, I'm not exactly like really keen on believing anything you say. Because this is definitely a supervillain lair. Oh, of course. I'm a supervillain. <laughs> so I'm not going to just take your word on things. Fair. That's very reasonable. Uh, I, in this case, I'm not actually lying, though. Uh, right? Right, honey? And she, like, leans over. Right. Uh, I think. Maybe. What does an enemy have to say? <laughs> She's just kind of, like, she has recovered a little bit and is sort of going not gonna say anything this is family drama (laughs) i'm sure she would say she's perfectly happy with her family she is definitely not looking perfectly happy with her family yeah still not gonna listen to you can i roll pierce the mask (laughs) yeah go ahead on just this whole thing Um, because at the point, right now, I'm not sure if they need, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if they need just family counseling. <laughs> I mean, probably, but. Exactly how high above our payroll is all of this? That is a full hit. I'll be perfectly honest. At this point, I, I'm pretty sure Doc Atlantis needs to give us all a lot of money to go through therapy for the amount of stuff we've seen. <laughs> Uh, it was a full, I, I rolled a 12. Got it. What are you trying to find out from her? Oh yeah. Here's a, here's a very useful one. What are you really planning? What do you intend to do? And then I would like to hold my third question until I know the answer to those two previous <laughs> questions. Got it. So, uh, at this point, everybody's down on the floor. Seems pretty calm and nobody's stabbing each other. So Dr. Atlantis has started doing the supervillain pace around the, uh, the walk doing that very slow, deliberate walk with intention. And she begins to expound on the situation. I just want to make the world better. I want to improve the city. I want to have my children, my, my beautiful children go to the city and, help it become as good as it can be and we're all going to well it took me some false starts i did have trouble making children that were functional they don't work as well if you don't give them really human brains if you just let the the squid brain work they're not as good but trident my greatest success was able to harvest all the most amazing dna and we have look and she gestures and you are able to notice for the first time that there are like 15 like back to tank style tanks around this building um around this that have different people in them there's like a squid person there's an octopus person very much like an enemy or trident except different animals and they're all uh, unconscious and with a mask on she gestures to them look how wonderful they are and they will all be able to go forth and roll into the city and we'll finally have the rancho paseo we deserve and of course, my my best, most devoted child is finally back with me after the tragic accident that lost him to me for so long. And Trident kind of looks up and waves. Yeah, I, I I think I remember some of that. There was an accident. I think, I think. 
Okay, so that's broadly. So she wants to take over the city. Okay, she wants to take over. The, she wants to take over the city. That's the key, that's the uh-huh. key point. Okay, but the key point here is that you'd be the person in charge of the city, right? It will be my city, and right. then we're so close to the ocean. We can have all the people can go into the ocean and become better. Have you seen my my wonderful seaweed? It can wrap around the body and inject the mutagenic agents into anyone. And she gestures, and then there's another tank in the middle where you thought it was just grass. It is this sort of prehensile seaweed with its little tentacles sticking up. If you like, you could become the first of my children here. Well, you're going to become the first of my new children, whether you like it or not. But I, I, I will offer you the, the chance to do it willingly. And as she says that, all of the doors that were into this uh, this centerpiece, just like blast doors, fall down in front of them. Okay, so this this I get such a mixed bag from you. Like half of the stuff you'd say is like, yeah, I mean, nothing inherently seems seems bad about what you're doing it's more the unwillingness angle and the taking over the city like you don't really seem competent enough to deal with the 15 people in this room um much less the various levels of bureaucracy involved in running a major metropolis she turns her back on you very deliberately and starts poking buttons on a panel behind her that make beeping noises and uh, she's working on a panel and not acknowledging you. I Actually, think you had a nerve. <laughs> Razor, this might be a good place for you to interact because she's doing all this sort of techie stuff now behind you. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm not about to be turned into a fish person by Lady Fishler. So, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not my bag. Sorry. Uh, and I'm going to... Uh, reach into, reach into my bag. That is my bag. And, um, oh, geez, what am I going to do? I am going to. If, if you need a way to get up there, I can help. That would be great. Actually. I was going to say, I think, I think VV, like, sees, sees where you're going and, um, sort of spins spins her her arm with like gestures around the room with a flourish and this uh green energy like spiral staircase rises up from the floor uh un- underneath that that circular balcony uh leading up or at least that's i this might this might be uh, unleash your powers, but that's what yeah. she's attempting yeah, to do. Yeah, go ahead and roll that. I'm, I'm fighting with Ennui here. Uh, I do that a lot. We can't even relink me. Mm-hmm. That's great because I have a minus one freak. Okay, so I rolled a three. Okay, that's oh, darn. I was hoping that's, I could help, but I can't. That would be fantastic, life. but not not that. yeah okay so what were you trying to make happen here uh create a a staircase going up to the next level got it so you do create a staircase 
um, I will see what happens after that. Uh, but yes, there there is a staircase. Okay, so Ray so Ray starts running up the staircase and he reaches into his bag and pulls out a couple more of those little spider drones and kind of tosses them across the computer panel where uh Dr. Atlantis is uh is working and they're going to like set off an EMP. Nice. So you get the 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 things thrown and they land on the the screen as you hoped but as you hit the top step of the staircase it splinters and sort of turns into little moats and disappears giving you enough time to grab onto the uh railing and hang but not enough time to do anything else it's not okay. super far up but it'll hurt to drop uh guys i'm uh i'm also kind of afraid of heights <laughs> Can I um, push him up with my magic? I don't know what move we want to call it. Uh, you could technically, as he's the size of up to a human, you could just. Yeah, I, just I know. I just, yeah, I just wanted to confirm. With that would Lee. work. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, totally. Then I will. I will use my last um, burn then to snatch to push him up under the ledge. Got it. So that that wave of magic pushes you up. Uh, Dr. Atlantis is annoyingly swatting at the little uh, spider things like they're flies. Just kind of, go away, go away. So yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to fry our computer. Wonderful. Um, I am, that's a gadget. So that's going to work, but I'm going to give it a little bit of time here. What about the people on the ground? And uh, Trident is not seeming particularly aggressive right now, but he has stepped out of the way of the prehensile seaweed. Um, what about you on the ground? I am charging my burn. <laughs> Go ahead. And roll it. <laughs> what about Chris? What are you doing? Uh, what is what is going on down here? So right now it's just tri- Trident making space to for you guys to get trapped in in crawling out uh, seaweed. There's there's little seaweed tentacles crawling tra- right. and and they're like spreading out. Yeah, yeah they're kind of doing the the monster tentacle out in around thing. Okay, I missed on the burn roll, so I'm going to mark three conditions. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll mark afraid, and I'll mark guilty because I've somehow this kid i'm mentoring is in this really dangerous situation he doesn't even know to swim uh and angry because like what just what is happening <laughs> yes uh but i am holding to burn trident does kind of take a look or hypoxia still takes a little bit of a look around you know you're all kind of fighting this a lot it, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on do you not want to be better i'm pretty okay with how good i am right now i feel like i feel like i remember something about that like being good is power coming from within or something like i don't know something with yoga did i do yoga you seem like the type yeah you you were a hero you you helped people uh people that wanted to be helped not in the way that they fight it and try to run away that sounds about right. Yeah, there's the the help, but like also. I'm, sorry, I have um, one more question from Pierce the Mask. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I was doing this directly at um, Atlantis, or if I, I think I said just at this whole family yeah, dynamic. Um, so I guess my question is now for Trident. How could I get your character to 
regain the sense, regain their senses, or regain the knowledge you appear to have had suppressed in some way. So yeah, um, this will come out more through dialogue, but it seems like he's got that information now. Like he's aware of, he was a hero, he did yoga, and he was a badass squid hunter who collected DNA. But he's not sure which one he wants to be. Like, he has both of those options, but he's not sure which side he wants to come down on right now. So it's going to be a matter of kind of convincing him that it's worth being a hero and not, you know, turning people into mutant fish. Maybe he's he's looking at you again. Maybe just one of you could, like, try the seaweed thing and see how that works. And if that feels like the right thing to do, then we'll do it. If it doesn't, then I, I guess I could go back to being a hero, I guess. Right? Just a one of you. I think most people want to be normal. I, I would again like to hear what an enemy has to say about all of this. Because I kind of feel like maybe, I, I don't want to make any assumptions or anything, but I kind of feel like maybe she does have some opinions about this process. She uh, feel, looks like she's put on, been put on the spot and kind of, really? Like, I, I, um, I'm fine. It's okay. It's fine just okay yeah i mean she looks up at dr atlantis and like i i don't i don't want to say anything like it's okay i think not wanting to say anything about it says enough i i I look down at her and i say you you wanted to to warn us about Dr. Atlantis uh, trying to trying to get Trident or, or Hypoxia. I think I like back. Trident he puts in. Hypoxia doesn't roll off the tongue. I'm not going to stick with Trident, just so you know. Okay. Good call. Um, but uh, Anemone, you, you thought it was you thought it was important to to tell us that this was that this was happening, right? Yes. Well, why did you tell us that? She takes a deep breath and it looks like she's going to start crying and then just kind of pours forth with Trident was, he was the best person. He was so kind and he always took care of everyone. And then he started being meaner and meaner. And, and she goes to the story of just how he was this great, amazing, kind person person and then he got mean and the more he worked with dr atlantis and she hates that and didn't want to see him be mean and she wanted him to be good and then he got away and she was so happy and she found out he was doing all these happy good things and it's wonderful i was really glad for him and then he came back and now he sucks again and i don't want him to be like that because he's such a good person and she kind of looks around and then throws herself at him and like hugs him really hard Dr. Atlantis at this point kind of looks over the Oh, God damn it. What is it with you kids and hugging each other? Do you want an actual answer to that, or do you, is it just a... I was speaking hypothetically. It was it was more of a, a monologuing thing. You don't need to answer that. It's fine. Uh, I, think, I think you mean rhetorical. I appreciate the clarity. Also, uh, little kid, um, hi, you turned off my computer can you fix it please because i kind of like having oxygen and my computer kept the life support on and you what did you do those are really cool little robots how'd you how'd you make them i like them can i have one I, i'm not asking and she just takes one puts it in her pocket uh, uh 
<laughs> uh, I think we see as she, like after she puts it in her pocket, we see like a like as the panels are going on, we see that it has cut a hole in her pocket and like scampered away. What? <laughs> um, but uh Ray's Ray's like, oh, uh life support. Yeah, that's uh that's probably important, not just for you, but for all of us down here in your secret your secret evil lab. A little bit, yeah. You are a villain, right? Yes, but the lab itself isn't evil. A facility can't be evil or good. It's the work that's done inside of it. And the work that's done inside of this one is very good. However, again, we need life support back. Can you please fix that? Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Do you promise to let my friends go? Sure. Without experimenting on us? Sure, I can do that. Can I pierce the mask? Are you still going to take over the city? That was never a question. Of course I am. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you know what? This is way too much trouble. She sort of looks down. Uh, Hypopoxia, have you... Are you coming with me? And Trident looks at all of you guys and is like, am, help? He said help to us. He, he just got that expression of, wait, what am I supposed to say? Shake my head, no. <laughs> Trident, what do you want to do? I really want to get high. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, this whole situation makes me think you might all need it. Uh, I think Vivi nods and says, well, the surface is a lot higher than here, obviously. That was funny. You're funny. We should we should we should get together sometime when we're not in underwater base. I don't think you like to get together now by leaving. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that sounds better. Um, Vivi is confused because she was not making a joke, but (laughs) nods anyway. Yeah. He he turns up to Dr. Atlantis. I I think I'm going to go with them. They they seem a lot nicer. Um, No offense. You seem like a really great lady and I know you and everything and you gave me all these powers. But like... It's boring down here, and I'm going to lose my tan. Uh, This is the weirdest day. So Trident turns to all of you. Uh, So I guess we're good, right? We're going to go? Yay? Yep. Yep. Sweet. Definitely. I mean, mean, Atlantis just said that she was going to let us all go, right? Yes. She she looks yeah of, of course I'll, I'll let you go uh, have fun and she hops on a little ladder climbs up there's the the glass above her she opens a little hatch goes through it then a uh, thing submarine you can watch through the glass going away and then the glass itself starts to slide and open oh. she's gonna let you all go but oh. I mean, yeah um a mode is I'm putting the mode up <laughs> she's trying to stop the water. <laughs> So the the actually perfect. So the the thing opens completely, but you've, you're able to have put this whole bottom section in a moat. So all those fifteen uh, back to tanks and trident and an enemy and you guys are all under a dome where there has suddenly been thousands of tons of water poured on you. Yeah. Now, yeah. So there's water, but also now there's the the sh- the shimmering um, translucent green magic wall. Also now. So I heard there were submarines somewhere. 
Trident an enemy? I I don't know. Um, Anemone's like, I don't actually need one because I can breathe underwater. So I never really like looked into it. Uh, she had one. Mystic, can you just shoot this? Can we? You just send this bubble to the surface. Um, I've never tried that. I'm trying hard just to because it's not the the shape of it isn't like a bubble. It is. It's like a a, a disc. At least that's okay. what I imagined I was doing first. I, I was mean, thinking I could a dome probably... because it's going to have filled the whole. Like, right. The it, will have. Right. It's not connected to our. It's not like beneath us right now. I mean. Yeah. I, so if just imagine that, I think she's saying like, um, I mean, I maybe, but I've never tried to do that before, and we all need to breathe. And how deep are we? I don't want to give us the bends. Like, I didn't think about that as a. As a she's chair. clearly focused on uh, holding up. But we can just say that it wouldn't. But like, <laughs> she's clearly yeah. uh, focusing pretty hard on just keeping the very heavy water from crashing down on all of us. Actually, um, sorry, kind of, did, oh, go ahead. Did 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 Chris ever give us a name? By the way, yeah, no one asked. Um, but it, it's it's Beast Heart. If anyone wants to know, okay, that's fine. And you're wearing like a rebreather mask or. No, no, just a, a like a full face mask. But I, I, if I need to, I can breathe underwater, so I'm fine. And we have several people here who can swim really well, so we can probably get everyone away. Yeah, I'm going to point to uh, Beast Heart and say, so you said you were okay breathing underwater. Well, I think I, pro- I probably have at least one personal rebreather, but... I th- I think I'm holding the bubble and I'm like okay well I could probably make a mini version of a bubble around Ray at least in case he doesn't want to get his head wet and I'm an enemy like I I could I could pull him up I'm I'm not as strong as as Trident is but I I could definitely pull him up to the surface if you want um yeah Vivi's looking nervous and says I I don't I don't know I I don't know if I can if I make a bubble I don't want it to to break, like, the stairs, so... Mm. Uh, I could maybe pull you, too, if you you could, like, hold your breath. Uh, it, yeah. Okay, I... I trust you. Oh, God. Uh, she, she, that, that, is, that is definitely a moment for her. Um, nobody's trusted her before, so she, she gets really, all right, I can do this. I'm, I'm going to. And she reaches out oh. a hand for both Vivi and uh, Ray. You ready? Whatever we're going to do, let's do it quick. I don't want to die down here. <laughs> I don't either. Okay. And Trident's okay. like, do I, do I need to pull anybody? You guys got it? You look strong. Am I good? To... to uh, Riptide and Chris, Beast Heart. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, you, yep, shiny girl, you good? Uh, I think I should be going with Ray, right? Got it. Uh, then you know what? I'll take you guys. And she, he uh, just kind of grabs Ray from an enemy. I got it. And he grabs your hand. You, we, we going now? Because this sucks. Yeah, I think... Uh, 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 as soon as I... I leave the the moat's going to go down and the water's going to come in. Okay. So we then, have to be all ready at the same time. 
an enemy with this newfound confidence. All right, I'm going to count to three and push off as hard as we can, and we're going to go, right? Yeah. Okay. And she does yeah. The count. <laughs> she does the count, and on the count of three, she like launches herself upward, which wouldn't work if she were just jumping, because you'd be just jumping. But as she does that, are you going to let the moat down? Yeah, I'm going to let the moat down. But at the same time, I'm I'm reforming one around uh, Ray's head so that he has a bubble of air to breathe for at least a, a minute or two. That's so sweet. <laughs> I I worry that that he would not yeah. know how to hold his breath. I don't know. That's adorable. <laughs> so yeah, there's a moment of silence, and then everyone that's being pulled by a superhero gets themselves towed upward through this sudden, just crushing amount of water. It's a very unpleasant about a minute, which feels a lot longer than it is. Um, and then, and then you, your heads all break the surface together, um, and the first thing you hear is thunderous applause. Your heads are above the surface of the water, kind of dog paddling right off the uh, the pier where Pacific Park is, where the water amphitheater is, and it's all filled with a crowd of people who are just cheering for all their worth in this amazing little finale show that they got. Finally, the respect and adoration we, we deserve. Trident kind of looks around. Okay, cool. Um... I'm going to go now. I have the girl's number that I want to call. It washed off. (laughs) But he, um, an an enemy, has gone somewhere. She has managed to swim away while... I I think she was a little too much of a supervillain here to uh, stick her around. (laughs) But that leaves you all a chance to climb up onto the pier and kind of figure out how to end your day. Uh, Yeah. Vivi climbs up and, like, waves, waves to the crowd they they applaud and you've clearly made a name like everybody here that has been seen as a hero they're gonna recognize you from going forward because you've done something really cool what they think happened isn't what really happened but they definitely saw like the the coming up from the bottom of the ocean and bubbles and really coolness so they're definitely gonna know all these heroes going forward uh i i'm going to split off while everyone is uh getting their adoration because i need to get back to the recycling event uh the assistant that you guys had been working with actually uh comes bustles out while you guys are climbing out of the water with towels i didn't realize you were part of the show you should have told me i would have been so much nicer to you here here's a towel do do you need anything wait this this was this was the show i mean you tell me you were Yes, you were part of. I um. Oh God, was that not a show? Is our liability insurance going to have to cover this? Um. Just say it was a show. Was, Otherwise, it, our premiums are going to go through the roof. It was a show, right, kids? As long as you're paying for the therapy, sure. Right. Not to worry. I don't have parents who can sue you. Cool. That's really helpful. Thank you. Uh, how about I get y'all a nice t-shirt and a corn dog and some cotton candy and we'll call it even, right? Cool? That is definitely not, that is definitely not, uh, like, that is definitely not the worth of your insurance premiums not going up. Phoebe is making a very serious face and says something to the effect of, um, I am neither 
accepting nor waiving responsibility for these events for from you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the there's definitely a moment of oh shit we're fucked aren't we and uh the assistant takes a breath and is just like well you got t-shirts over there if you want them i'm going to go get a drink and she walks off leaving you guys um I think I do want to talk to Ray. Um, uh, so I, as that person's walking away, I, I look over at Ray and I say, um, uh, so Razor, how, uh, would you think about your first day with sidekicks? Uh, it was pretty lame, honestly. Um, but, uh, you and VV are pretty cool. And if you tell anyone I said that, I will deny it. Um, of course. <laughs> I, I suppose that's fine. Um, no, I, I can, I can, I can do something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so, hey, look, I'm fairly new to town um and i promise i'm better than just snark and <laughs> punching things uh like it'd be good to hang out sometime either this way or the other way well i'm basically always doing sidekick stuff so you know what? That's probably not a bad idea for me to sign up for that. Um, I usually, um, I, I, I do what Rain Shadow asks me to do, um, as, as far as hearing. But if, if I, I, I guess if, if I'm free otherwise, um, Okay. I mean, I mean, I feel like at worst, one overbearing superheroic parental figure will probably approve of you working with the kid of another overbearing uh, superheroic parental figure. I like that you guys have formed the world's most awkward team. I can see that it's <laughs> like tentative reaching your hands into the center to do a team thing and then deciding not to. And be like, yeah, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> and we all have overbearing mentors. <laughs> Except for Ray. <laughs> there's, there's definitely um, a point where someone reaches a hand forward and, you know, other people like hesitate. And then just as they decide to, the first person goes, oh, I, I guess this isn't happening and pulls oh. it back. Thank you so much uh, for this. That's definitely what's happening. <laughs> yeah, like one person's going in with like a fist bump. The other person's like putting their hand over the fist. <laughs> so the last camera shot is of this is that group uh, doing the awkward hand, not quite, and with the just the beautiful sunset in in the over the ocean behind you, and Chris standing off to the side watching them. And, and then, then no, Chris has oh, responsibilities. Oh yeah, he's got he has Batman. He is gone. So the awkward fist hand 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 
singing with the beautiful sunset. And then as the camera goes over the ocean toward the sunset, you can see through the water several figures that seem to be half human and half various other creatures swimming together in a school deeper into the ocean. Ah, come on, gross. Next thing you know, we're going to be meeting up for like a monthly team up or whatever. Thanks for listening. In this dimension, Beast Heart, another self of Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, was played by M. German. You can find him on Twitter at MechadyMech. Razor, another self of Ray Ramirez, was played by Thomas Fleming. You can find more stories about Ray on Outstanding and Thomas on Twitter at DorksideVO. Riptide, another self of Sunburst, was played by Vic Collins. You can find him on Twitter at PanelBeaterVA. Junie Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at, at SpellboundMage. Viridian Vigilance, an other self of Violence Violet, was played by Dana Lexa. You can find her on Super Idols RPG and on Twitter at AuthorX. This crossover event was organized by Vanessa Haas. You can find them on Twitter as at AlpacaMyBooks. You can find their work on Arcadia, California and Breathing Space Fading Frontiers. And our dimensional tour guide and showrunners, Lee. You can find him on Twitter as at the Law of Names and as the showrunner producer for Arcadia, California and Breathing Space Fading Frontiers. We can all be found at our Discord server, found at discord.lawofnames.com. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Media. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation, by Brendan Conway, from Magpie Games, at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag, on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only, and are not representative of any other selves, known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. I, th- I think the one thing you're missing is um, bottom right panel, the end, dot, 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 or the beginning. <laughs> oh, but see, this is a TV show, so you get that's when the credits mm-hmm. roll. When you, you can ah, see the fish people, enough. and then you yeah. get the credits running up the screen. And then, the, yeah, in the credits, there can be the end, question mark. Yes. 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 Your pilot, question mark. <laughs> are, are you going to pick the show up, please? Please. <laughs>